And supposedly the XFL is supposed to be starting up again. Mm, they hit y'all up. Hmm. Yeah, like a lot of the coaches, like um, some of the coaches start hitting us up. I was like, "Hey, you ready? Hey, when this nine thirty still want to play?" I was like, "Yeah, for sure." I was like, "Yeah." Uh, supposedly the XFL is coming back, well, not for next season. If they're gonna do everything necessary and watch like the NFL and see how they do it, and then hopefully everything go right with them. Yeah. Because uh, they didn't do the same thing as, like, the AAF as far as, like, filing. I think it was Chapter 11 or Chapter 9 bankruptcy. They did, like, the opposite where they're um, trying to sell the league to someone else. And so they can manage it and handle it and whatnot. Because I don't think – if it wasn't for, like, this whole COVID-19 mess, then the XFL would have still been able to flourish and do what it's supposed to do. Because it was doing what it was doing better than the AAF as far as, like yeah. – yeah. I know a lot more people would hit me up, like um, – being in tune with it, like, hey, I seen y'all play the uh, L.A. team, and that, like, hey, it was a good-ass game, or we, oh, we watched this this and that team. It wasn't like when it was in the AF, like when me and Brandon were uh, playing together, like we was losing every game. You know, we didn't have, like, a lot of teams like that. It was like real, every game was just about competitive uh, whatnot and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, and the AF, it, shit, that shit was ugh. That that was a mess. Even like even though we were even though we were getting like paid a uh, paid a decent amount, it was just like it wasn't like organized as far as like uh, practices and we, they were just like doing anything and everything. I remember like I think we then we go like pads about every day and like doing like nanos like uh, half line <laughs> half line every day, bro. Yeah. Every, uh, bro, I had. Remember my missed I had I bust I knocked my whole um fingernail off and like yeah. messed up I messed up some like ligaments in my hand. Mm-hmm. I could like barely close. bro, they still making me do half line, bro. I'm like, bro. Jamal. I'm like, bro. I don't uh, I, I don't think I've had like a bad as a like structured practice since like my freshman or sophomore year. So I was like practices goes like we talking about we doing half line. We banging like every day until like the the day the before, before the day before the game and even like even like we did walkthroughs we was doing like uh activation and stuff and i'm used to when we're like playing in the nfl whatever i'm used to um the day before is like a, a real walkthrough you like you don't touch nobody or whatever like some guys some guys may work out or like get their stretching in or do yoga or do their own little individual thing but as far as like you know, doing like activation and stuff. They was doing like I'm talking. We guys had like some guys had like sandals. Some guys had on shoes or whatever out there like yeah. jogging on the turf field. And it was like, I, what was the whole point of this? To be honest with you, but um, then they made us do a whole walk through jogging on season. Yeah, yeah, bro, in a parking lot, bro. You know how <laughs> that is on your body, bro. Exactly, yeah. bro. Nigga was sort of next day, and that then. That was actually the day we found out it ended, though. Uh huh. Like we, I found out. Like we we uh we left the walkthrough. I pulled out my phone. Yep. Soon I, <laughs> I get I get a Twitter. Line, I get a Twitter. It was like what? <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Let me tell you how I broke into a linebacker coach uh-huh. coach, coach Crown or like hey, hey, y'all come to the uh, what you call it? We gonna meet meet about such and such. I 
I was like, shit, go eat my well, not even worry about it. Don't eat that meat. I said, AJ, I just, I said, Coach AJ, end this shit, man. Right. He said, for real? He said, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, man. I just looked at my phone and saw my agent had tipped me. I'm like, good Lord, bro. Like, it was, like playing in AF, it was dope. And whatnot, because yeah, you know, I got I got a, ch- got a chance to play like former teammates again, like Brandon and uh, Bird, and like a couple others. Whatnot, it was like just a like just the whole structures, like how things went. When I was yeah. like was not as professional as you thought it would be, you know, especially like with the all the promises and things that they said what they were going to do yeah. and whatnot, and for none of that like to fall through and have all this drama and shit. It's like yo, like. Y'all was just selling us a fairy tale. Now, do you think that it was like that because it was, you know, kind of a startup and they were trying to see, you know, the kinks they needed? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think they did all their homework on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I feel, I feel like they had good intentions, but it didn't pan out the way they thought it yeah. would. Yeah. Now, like with the XFL, the XFL is like a little bit better as far as like how things, like the well, the pay wasn't as good or whatnot because you had. It was well. The pay made things more competitive because everybody. Well, I heard. I heard is like the winners get paid more. Somehow. Yeah, because so everybody had like the like non quarterbacks had the same base salary, like except for like a couple other players who had some stuff sprinkled in or whatever the case may be. But everybody else had the same base salary, and then you get paid a part. Cool. If you were activated that week, excuse me, you got a bonus. If you won that week. Your team got a bonus or whatnot, so and that's how things went. You and you were going to get a bonus for like getting into the playoffs if you made the, the All Star game, or if you like went to like the championship, or whatever the case may be. So it was like it was it was more competitive that way. So every game meant something to like the players. You couldn't just lose this game, or whatever the case may be. And, but the kicker was all the quarterbacks made like I think it was like. One, uh, at least like one seventy five. So like if you were if like if you were like in my situation where because well I, I can talk about it. So if you're like in my situation where our quarterback just basically just gave up on us during like we play like the DC team and I'll, I'll I'll send you guys a clip like him basically like throwing like the team under the bus like halftime throwing the wow. country on the bus and and what's crazy like he like after the game I. I, I, didn't, I didn't know, like, none of this stuff was going on. I dapped him up. He was like, yeah, good game and stuff. And then we get on the bus. And look, ESPN it was like, what? I'm talking about everywhere on Twitter, everywhere just talking about how he, just, he was just throwing people on the bus, throwing the coaches on the bus. Like, yeah, we need to throw out the whole office game plan, this and that and third. Mm. And my whole thing is, like, I've been around, like, tons of coaches and tons of different systems or not defensive, offensive-wise, or whatever the case may be. A coach can – throw out whatever the case, whatever the call or whatever the play is, it's up to us as players to, okay, cool, we're going to do this shit to the best of our ability and, you know, and run with it, not just, all right, cool, this is a shitty game plan because that just sets the whole mentality for the whole offense or for the whole defense. I might not like yeah. going, you know, nickel on first down, but, hey, hey, the coach thinks it's got to make it work. Yeah. You got to make it work. You got to yeah. make it work. Cause I know it was one play when we played. Uh, this was before you got there. We, we was at uh, we played at Florida State, and Coach Wombick he had called Oki, and we on like the three yard line. And I see uh, <laughs> uh, 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 who was it who came and got me, and I was on Oki, 
who was it? Osahan. He, he came in running, like, TJ, come out, come out. Like, yes, yeah, Oki. I'm like, but I'm on Oki. And for those who don't know, Oki is like a, basically like a, a third and forever type of set. Yeah, three. it's a three down front. Yeah. yeah. And you're playing, like, playing, what, seven people in coverage or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Seven, eight people in coverage, and you don't have nobody in the box. But luckily – they Florida State messed up and Osahan ended up making a play or whatever the case may be. But like you like for players to get upset, you might not like the call that they give or whatever, but you have to still go out there and execute to the best of your ability, not just sit there and complain about it and like I might not like every call, but hey, it is what it is. But yeah, that's the type of uh that's what like with the XFL, that what when you uh pay everybody when you play the quarterbacks a little bit more, you you you're able you're shielding like more blame towards them when you lose or this whatever yeah. the case may be and stuff. So that's the yeah. like only other part that I didn't like. But as far as like practices weren't too bad. It wasn't like the AAF as far as like we we were like hitting all the time and stuff. And they actually gave us some type of leeway and this and that and the third. I do feel like spring football will be able to uh, go forward and be able to be a good product, especially like after seeing yeah. what happened this past season. Guys just have to put in the effort and be able you to never get enough football at all. Like I love I, if I had if if I had the chance to watch football all day, and that was like my job. Our was just to break down film and do this and do that. Oh, I'd man. be in I'd be in paradise. Like I love I love football. And, love and that's I love how sports general general football for sure. Yeah. Right. And that's how uh majority of people who in America who watch sports are they, they love football. You can't get enough, especially like if it's a good product yeah. or whatnot. If you if it's if it's just like all right, cool, your team's just losing every, every year, all right, cool. All right, cool. Like the league's not gonna be as good. But if like if it's competitive and you got super fans and whatnot, all right. All right, it'll definitely be dope. So yeah. mm-hmm. Why? Why didn't you? Uh, why didn't you uh, get a chance? Why didn't you go out to like into like the AAF or or you know give it a shot at the XFL? For me, mm-hmm. for me, man, I was you know I was at that point. I was so far removed that mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of didn't want to retrain my body to get back into it. I just didn't really have that same drive to right you know, to go be a professional athlete. And like I said mm-hmm. in our first episode. Football was just something that I wanted to do. You know, it wasn't something that I felt like I had to do to feel accomplished. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and I had found peace, you know, doing what I was doing at the time. When that came around, I was coaching. I found peace doing that and actually having a normal life, you know, up until the time I was a little kid. Right. Until, you know, after college and after the Saints cut me, I had never really had a normal day life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Always get up at 6 a.m., get back home at 9, mm-hmm. 10, whatever time it may be, depending on the sport. Yeah. You know? So, for me, I'm at peace. I'm at peace with just having that normal, everyday life, man. So, so was it man, tough? I like, didn't really care, care too much in trying to get into it. Like, was it tough adjusting to – go ahead. I will say this. It did take me a long time to let go of that, you know, dang, I should be in the NFL type phase. You mm. know what I mean? It took me a long time to let that go from 2015, probably until, I want to say probably until about a year and a half ago. You know, mm. it, it it was hard for me to watch the sport, you know, and 
you know, see people mess up and be like, dang, like I could have, I can do that so much better, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it took me a while to let it go, but. I still ain't let that go. Yeah, it's gonna be it's tough, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, y'all know how it is. It's tough, but I still I'm at peace. Go. I get I get to spend more time with my fam and you know. Yeah, I'm at peace because life. I know it's a, I know it's a business. That's what made me right. Happen. Exactly. I know exactly. It's, it's more of a business than anything. And on top of that, bro, my agent, like, while we was with the same agency, my agent that I worked with, you know, directly wasn't. He wasn't the best. So, so uh, question: Do you best. feel like agents do have a play into like what things go go on? Because I I know I've fished it with this a little I bit. Think, I think so. Mm-hmm. For me, absolutely. In my situation, absolutely. I just feel like my guy, my guy didn't push for me enough, like mm-hmm. he should have. You know what I mean? Because he had Jermaine. What is his name? Jermaine Fetty, the tackle for the Seahawks that they uh-huh. drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. He was like literally. I mean, he's a first round pick. Of course, you gonna you know about for him a little bit more, but he is on TV with him jumping up and down when he gets drafted, and I can't even get him that. Were you directly with Spencer, or who were you directly with? Yeah, directly with Spencer, yeah. Okay. And I couldn't even get him to answer my phone call, you know, really on the day, like day three yeah. of the draft. You know what I mean? Right. Like stuff like that. Really oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to have to come yeah, see I'm, you. I'm going to have to go see you. He was pretty good with me, man. Yeah, and it, was, it was weird, bro. It was weird with me. So, and that's like a little bit of the dilemma that I have with like the agency that I'm with currently and whatnot. Because like, um, like we were good, and then like things were going my way as far as like me being getting signed, getting workouts, whatnot, and I was getting like frustrated. And I was like, you know what? I think it's best that we go our separate ways. And then I ended up being signed signed by like the Chiefs, and things were going well with the new agency I was with. And then I started having the problems that you. Now you were having like Jamal as far as like me being able to get in contact with them because they were talking about hey we're going to do like try to see if you're going to get an extension with the Chiefs yeah. and then I and, and then I ended up getting cut and then it was like it was really hard to get in contact with them and stuff and and then I ended up signing yeah. with like my old agency and then now it's like I'm in that uh that flux where it's like yo what's going on and it doesn't help that coronavirus and you know everything that comes yeah. with that is like slowing like a lot of things down and stuff so yeah it is it is it was was rough Mm -hmm. it was rough for me uh like i will say this though he he did give me the workout with the saints Mm -hmm. he just called me out of the blue one day hey i got you a workout with the saints i flew up you know they were doing their camp in west virginia at the Mm -hmm. time yeah so i went up did the camp with them you know did my showcase or whatever they ended up signing me and then when i got cut from them it was like I feel like he didn't push as hard to try and give me another opportunity after that. Right. I understand. So I saw the, I saw the business side of of everything. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it does make you, they care about the ones that's going to get them the money, man. It does make them frustrated. It does make you, it does make you frustrated as a player because like at the end of the day, they're still going to eat as far as like, they're going to sign more players, still going to bring in money and whatnot. You're just stuck there in limbo. It's like, all right, cool. Do I keep waiting for like another tryout or workout or for a team to call? Or do I go ahead and continue with, you know, my second career or just find some find something else to do? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt you know I came to peace with. It. I was like, it is what it is. I'm not tripping. So mm-hmm. because I wasn't one of those guys that just had to do it to feel to feel satisfied. So I was cool with it, man. It just mm-hmm. I felt like the situation could have been a little better on on their part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is what it is. 
So I know you, Jamal, when you came into uh, Georgia Tech, you came into, I don't know, if I, I'm really not sure what they recruited you as. I, I don't know if it was like an athlete or whatever, but me knowing like what you played, you could play quarterback at Wetumpka High School and then you were like Mr. Uh, Mr. Alabama and whatnot. And then having to come to Georgia Tech and you switch to like AVAC a or cornerback or uh, whatever. Yeah. So Coach Kelly came and he recruited me. He told me straight up I was going to play defensive back. So okay. I knew what I was getting into. And um, I came in as a corner. And then, mm -hmm. you know, I played corner freshman year. And then after that, they switched me to safety. So mm -hmm. I guess they felt like I was a little bit, you know, smart enough to handle the calls on defense and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I ended up switching to safety. That transition for me, uh, the biggest part was just learning how to consistently back cover. For me. Mm -hmm. Running backward, running, but you're just running backwards, but it's a little different, you know, getting in and out of your breaks, running backwards and forward. So that was a, like, I remember my first like camp, I fell down back cover just because I had <laughs> never done it before. I had never done it before. So all the way, like growing up, I never played defense for my life growing up. So mm -hmm. uh, that was a little different. And then once I got the fundamentals of it, then the game just came easy. To me, so and, I know football, you know, I had a good rap on on the football IQ. So, so, but the biggest transition was just running back, running backwards instead of forward for me. So, can you give like the viewers and the listeners like a little bit uh, in depth process of like you being able to switch positions? I know it was like on the collegiate level, but it's still like on a yeah. big level, something that you never done before. Because I know the Detroit Lions cornerback Agnew, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Jam Jamal Agnew. He's switching from defensive back to wide receiver, so he's mm -hmm. an officer. But he's going from defense to offense. Mm -hmm. It's um, you just got to go with a with the with the same work ethic, you know, just perfect your craft. Mm -hmm. uh, you gotta, you got. For me, I got in the you know on the field with uh with Neil Paduzzi at the time, who was our strength and conditioning guy. And just did a lot of footwork drills. You know, mm -hmm. and, uh, Get out of here, We Carter. came in in the summer. We came in mm -hmm. in the summer. So I got on the field with them, got on the field with some of the guys that were already in the position, like Rod Sweeting took me on this wing, Jameel Thomas, mm -hmm. Rashad Reed, all those guys, just to kind of, you know, learn the playbook while I'm learning the playbook. They're also teaching me some of the fundamental drills. Right. Rod Sweeting was a great, a great teacher when it came to footwork. Right. So, he he was really he, good with, with his feet. Yeah. He was really good with his feet. He got me in on the ladder. You know, I had never been a ladder guy. Really right. Ladder guy. <laughs> that's, he, that's, that's surprising, being that you're like a dynamic quarterback who could run and throw the ball and stuff. You would think, like, it would be like an easy transition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't hard, but it was the hardest part about transition. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, being an athlete is being an athlete. So, right. But, as far as the end of training, it was just having to train my body to go backwards instead of forward, which mm -hmm. was a big, big part of the process for me. So it was I understand. Fun. It was challenging. What made me fun for me was that it was a challenge. And if it's a challenge, I like to accept it and attack it. You know what I mean? So. Well, uh, I know with, well, with me, I don't know if you guys know, when I was with the Bills, um, the Bills tried to get me to transition from playing defensive tackle to like offensive tackle. And I was I was kind of like on the edge about it a little bit because I still consider myself like a good defensive lineman, but I still wanted to make the team. So and like the defensive line coach who I had there, um, he we weren't we were kind of bumping heads a lot. So I was like, why not? So I get out there. I'm going against like Jerry Hughes, Marcel Darius, um, 
who else? Kyle Williams, all them guys and stuff. I'm like, yo, these, these are like pre, these are Pro Bowl play, players. This is, it's in high school when I was like, you know, still like a, uh, all state or whatever the case may be. These are like guys who these are grown ass men. I'm talking about. I hated practice every day. I'm talking about. I get my ass up every. I still got. I still got a clip from it, from me getting beat by. I forget who it was, but he was no. Like I'm not not even dissing like him, but like his talent wasn't nowhere near. It's like the other guys and stuff. And I'm just getting slaughtered by him. And you see, like I think it's uh, EJ Emmanuel. He, either him or Tyrod Taylor, the quarterback, and he, they get sacked. He's just like, fuck. You know, and it, it was it was just it was extremely hard on me mentally because like man, I'm not getting better every day. Even though like the coaches tell me like yeah, you're getting better, just keep on with it. You know, all you gotta do is just like stay consistent with it. And I'm like, nah, I can't do this. I ended up switching switching back to defensive tackle and ended up being cut like uh, that fall camp because I had cut off my D line coach, but. Um, <laughs> Like, I, don't, I don't play that BS. I don't play that BS because, like, what happened was they tried to – they put me – like, I, when I was uh, when I was there, I was second on the depth chart behind Marcel, and then I switched over and I came back. I was fourth behind, like, an undrafted rookie. I was like, the hell? And then we got to our first preseason game. He tried to throw me in, like, with one minute left. I'm like, I'm, I'm all – I'm not warm or anything like that. I'm like, I ain't going back. I ain't going there. Because like I said, go in. I was like, man, fuck you. Fuck these coaches. I ain't going in. And then and it ended up being cut the next day. But, um, yeah, so I know you got – I know I sent you. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not about to go in there and risk, risk myself getting hurt, uh, probably pull something because I'm cold. I'm, I am I had been on the bike, but I had figured that, all right, cool, by the time, like, two minutes came that I wasn't going to go in. And then he's looking around, and we—I think it's because we locked eyes. And it was all right, cool. You can go in. I'm like, call that. So yeah. Um, but uh, what else? Oh yeah. So I know you guys seen on. I sent you guys this. It was a ESPN uh, uh, clip or whatever. It was talking about Steph Curry versus um, James Harden. Now, and me and Jamal was talking about this before you got on. Um, the conversation would have been different. If well, it'll been a little bit easier to pick if we if it was like during Steph uh, Curry's um, his unanimous MVP yeah season. his unanimous MVP season, yeah. but now it seems like the playing field is a little bit even. So who are you guys gonna pick? Uh, go with uh, as far are you asking is who's the better player or who would you rather have to build a team around? Um, who well who's the better player? I just think James can do more than Steph. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's bigger. Right. He, he can finish at the rim a little better. He can play better defense and rebound. But, mm-hmm. like, they both – I mean, they both have to – but I would rather have Steph Curry. Why is that? That I think he changes the culture. And I feel like he – his floor spacing makes everybody on the team better to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see Steph, you, you got to respect him as soon as he cross half right. court. James can shoot, but he can't shoot like Steph. Steph is just, he's unselfish. He don't need the ball to be successful. Yeah. Like Steph's more dangerous without the ball than right. with the ball. And I think I just think that'll translate a lot better to a team to me. And I mean, he's a good guy, man. I just I would I would want him heading my like being the face of my franchise. Honestly, I can respect that. I can respect that. 
I already know where Jamal gonna go, but go ahead. <laughs> Me, uh, I would take Steph as well, just because I feel like, you know, I've never seen a dude. Every time he shoots the ball, I think it's going in, no matter where he shoots it from. Facts. No matter who's guarding him, I think the ball is going in. And if you got somebody like that leading your offense, I just don't see why you can't pick him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, of course, he has this you know thing where he doesn't play great defense, but Harden doesn't play that great defense. You know what right. I mean? So. Steph will he'll get you a few steals in the passing lane stuff like that and um I feel like he makes really really smart decisions when it comes to passing and using his you know his weapons as 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 much as he can so mm-hmm. if you see somebody overplaying him you know I might watch it his spacing on the floor is just it's crazy man yeah. can, can you imagine Steph Curry being in that D'Antoni offense oh like, man it's ridiculous so building building a team to shoot around this guy, and that's he, that's, he can finish at the realm too. Now he can get right. There, he just can't finish. Yeah. He can't take as much as a pound as James going to the rim. But I mean, he mm-hmm. still can finish. And the yeah. court, the, the basket will be wide open for him. Yeah, and that's like not because I was kind of hesitant a little bit because I do like Steph and I do like James and I do think like James might have like more. He's a bigger player. Um, he can do a little bit more, but as far as like, like you said, as soon as, as soon as Steph walks across that half court line, it's like it's like you gotta you gotta pick you gotta him up. Him. You gotta you check gotta him. 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 And being and him being able to defer to you know catch like Clay or you know having uh, Kevin Durant come in and him taking the back seat a little bit and them still and him still being able to get his and being able to you know still be like somewhat of the engine that pushes like. Them to go, um, them them to go like to the playoffs and whatnot is like, yeah. like you you it's rare for you to find those type of selfless players who who will take a step back for another superstar to shine and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. King goes and stuff goes, Yeah, and just the fact that that I don't know if it was the unanimous or the season before, just like I've never seen like a season like just that, just him just. As soon as he come wet, just wet, wet, wet. Like I said, bro, every baby time he face. shoot the ball, every time he shoot the ball, I think it's going on. Like the baby face assassin. The fact that, like, I'm a, I'm a shit talker. So, like, during games or whatever, <laughs> I talk shit to offensive linemen or running backs or quarterbacks. And look, he, he had a little swag with him. He, he shoot. Not, don't even look to see if it fall in. Just run to the other side of the court, you know, <laughs> doing the shimmy. He got them doing that on 2K now. That's an animation. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. If you, green, if you green a shot, they turn around and don't even look at it. Go Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I thought that was just so dope. It was like you haven't seen like that just that just confidence since like, you know, guys like Kobe or, you know, guys like MJ shooting a free throw with his eyes closed or just just yeah. that's and that's the type of swagger that, you know, I like to see. And people might say it's cocky or where man, it's confidence, and you just knowing that you like. Hey, you know. I tell him, man, stop it, stop <laughs> it. Hey, I'm not complaining. Stop it, stop exactly. it. Exactly. That's what I said on Madden the other day. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be talking about running, man. Stop it. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. And, that, yeah. and that's one thing I do hate about, like, whether it's basketball games or video, ga- video games in general. But, like, man, you cheesing and stuff. Or I'm like, it's not that hard to stop. Stop it. Stop it. Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I like on. Steph. Oh, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. I, said, I just said I like Steph in that situation. Just 
because I feel like he somewhat changed the game, you know, changed the way the game's been played. So, and, yeah, you, you literally took the words what I'm uh, – I was just going to say he top four most impactful players in the history I, of the game. I hate the fact that people don't want to give him his credit as far as, like, him being able to change the game because they said – I think, like, what the list was, like, Michael Jordan, LeBron. Jordan. Uh – Curry and it was someone else. I I didn't like the fact that he missed, they didn't put like Allen Iverson on on there because he I had a different four. Mm-hmm. I had MJ, Shaq, AI, mm-hmm. and Curry. AI mm-hmm. and Curry. Yeah, I, I, I think those four changed the game. Why do you, Why do you put Shaq on that list? I thought that was I oh. thought that was really interesting. You say why do I put Shaq on the list? Yeah, oh, I thought that was really. Seen, you never seen nobody as dumb. Dump Shaq is the most dominant force to ever play. If Shaq had Michael Jordan's mentality, it wouldn't even be a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't even be a question. He's the most dominant force. Everybody was trying to find that Shaq, that big, agile guy that can be a force on offense, defense. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what they thought he was giving Greg Oden. And B kind of – he tried to – he, he ain't quite what – he ain't got the mentality yeah, Shaq had. Yeah, he ain't got Shaq mentality, man. Yeah. All everybody was drafting big. That's why. That's why Kevin Durant failed to pick what he was two. I think it was two or three because they yeah, ended up picking yeah. like Greg Greg Oden. Yeah, that's what. Ha- that's <laughs> why. That's why. That's why. That's what happens. Shaq, 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 and then, like Elijah won them. Man, they they made they made those. And what's crazy? Happen. The uh, the only time Brandon Roy. Greg Oden, and I think it was another cat they had. And when they were all healthy, I yeah. think they ended up winning like 52 games or something like that. Yeah, and they, them yeah. boys are ready. Yeah. Like, it was just the fact that he, he couldn't stay healthy, like the knees. But, yeah, I hate the fact – but I, I was what I was saying was I hate the fact that they don't like to give Steph Curry his credit because you see people now just shooting threes all the time. Like, before you didn't see people, yeah. like, shooting threes as much. But now it's like it's something that you see, like, People say like 15, 23 is a game, something like that. So it's all rip. Yeah, it's amazing. For me, it's just it's cool to me because Curry wasn't like no highly rated player, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And he just come out of the out of the woodwork. And see, what's crazy about it? I've been watching. Like, I'm not a big fan of like March Madness or anything like that. But I like watching like individual individual players and stuff. Yeah. I started watching. I don't know what, what what about it just told me to start just turn the TV on. I start watching. I start seeing him like he can ball. He can ball from like when he was at Davidson. Eating at Davidson. Yeah, and then he got the uh, he got to go to state. And I was a big fan of like Monte Ellison and uh, and uh, uh, Stack uh, Stephen Jackson and stuff. And so I, I was already watching Golden State and just the fact that. Like he he got there and the only thing his his knock was like his ankles and stuff and then yeah. I don't know what was it I turned on the TV it's like Steph Curry got a whole different swag about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2014 man yeah I think that's when it all changed 2014. This is like yeah. a whole different swag. I'm like yo he isn't, isn't and that the year he went and went and lit Madison Square Garden up 14 or 13 it's 2013. That's the game. That's the game that changed it. You're right. Yeah, that's that's the game that changed Steph Curry's career, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. He been on. He just went from, up from there, man. I still I still remember like it was yesterday, man. Because everybody was watching the game, bro. Twitter was booming. I'm telling you. What he break? Uh, he broke his three point record. What two years in a row? Three years in a row? Something like yeah, that. Two, two, yeah, three two, years three years. Yeah, I know it's at least two years. I know he did it back to back. Yeah. 
and just like just yeah. just see, never seen you haven't seen a player lately just like just do what he do at such a like a high level and it was like dominance. I like I haven't seen that since like Shaq. You know, just like all right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna get what I get. I'm gonna show off, and it's like there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, but, and he's um, not. He's not built to play defense. Like he's not a, you know, he's not styled. He can't really. Did he lead like league in steals or whatever? Yeah. Like I said, the passing yeah. lane. He can play mm-hmm. a couple passing lanes. Get you a couple yeah. steals. Off the passing well, lanes. It depends on how you want to build your team, man. If I had a right. team, I, I can build a team to high step on defense to oh. where he he succeeds at what he does, and that's right. Passing lane. I'm I'm not about to, I'm I'm about to get the all these six eight wings with some with a little girl going back and shoot. <laughs> Hey, uh-huh. y'all, y'all boy, do your thing, man. Let's just chill out yeah. a little bit. And I kind of think that's what Mark Jackson slash Steve Kerr did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just go around him, let him do his thing, and go hide him on defense. So oh, God, that's why I respect. I respect Clay so much, man. I'm telling you, man. Walking bucket. I respect Clay. Average twenty and guard the best best offensive player every single night, and still mm-hmm. shoot the way he shoots. I'm like, yep. bro, Clay is the only. Clay is literally one of the only people I know in the league that guards the best player every position. Yeah. One of the, one of the only people I know in the league. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I respect the hell. Like, I'm not a Golden State fan, but Clay, my favorite player on the whole team, just because of that. Like, I'm a defensive guy. So, mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just got mad respect for Clay. And he don't, he don't talk like, I hate very much. I ain't gonna lie. I hate <laughs> I hate for him, he for just, him, he, for him, he, not- he just. He he swear he tier one. That's the only thing I hate about him. Nah, for him like, not to have like a, talk, yeah, bro. exactly, exactly. Like for him not to have like the skills like Clay or even when they had like Demarcus Cousins or Stephen Stephen Curry. For him not to be on that type of level, but talk all he that mess like, like, like all of them. Yeah, like y'all yeah, need Clay, me. Clay, Clay get out there and show it. He don't talk about it. That's why I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, Dre just be talking. I'm like, man, listen. You you got lucky you got drafted to go and stay. Right. If you if you didn't, you you wouldn't be no officer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you should. I'm like he should give Steph a bonus every check he get. <laughs> exactly, and for him to like say things like I'm the best defensive player ever. It's like yeah, right? bro, I'm like bro, you're not even the you're not even the best currently. Right. Exactly. I only think mm. he's the best on the team. I think Clay play a better defender. Than Clay him. a better. I told people Clay. I think it's harder to guard the perimeter than just be a freelancer. Yeah, right. it, yeah ain't, it ain't like he guarding big night in and night out like back in the early two thousand late nineties mm-hmm. and all. Because like, like, you had guys Tim Duncan like KG, and guarding them every night. Yeah, Shaq, yeah. Tim Duncan, bro, shit, he's a freelance defender, bro. Even little Marcus uh, Aldridge or whatever. Like you don't, you're not guarding those guys like night in and night out. Clay guard, Clay guard, the best players in the world every night. Tell them, man, still, still going to consistently give you 20, 21. Exactly. Go guard James Harden. Go on James Harden, Westbrook, same game. I'm like, bro, people don't respect what Clay do enough, bro. I, I, I love Clay Thompson. Yeah. yeah. All, all them players they wanted the Lakers to get while that's why I was over. <laughs> Oh, like, <laughs> I was like, you think well, LeBron was gonna play? Clay probably lead league in scoring with LeBron. Damn near, man. That man was gonna man. He gonna get so many shots, bro. Everybody, like, he gets shots now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets shots now. But LeBron gonna collapse that lane, man. Listen, it was either LeBron gonna lead the league in scoring, or he was gonna lead this. I'm like, you can't, <laughs> can't lead one. 
Yeah, you yep. can't leave you one. Man, I respect Clayton. Mm-hmm. But um, let's go ahead and get into the topic of the day. Who do you guys think had the better MVP season? Can't, Super Cam, when was it, in 2015? Or, yeah, tw- 2015, where Cam just took the lead by storm. Um, think I think he end up going like fifteen and one. I think they end up losing to like the Atlanta Falcons in the last game, or whatever the case, and they end up leading his team to like the Super Bowl. End up going down. Uh, end up getting being taken down by the Denver Broncos, who was just like elite, just about every position on defense. Yeah, boy, Vaughn. Vaughn off. What, <laughs> bruh? That I'm. I'm just like, what are y'all doing? Y'all leaving him? Uh. Old boy from Blindside, one on one with Vaughn Miller. I'm like, no, you you chip, you chip him, you double him, you slide that way, you do something yeah, to protect Cam, do something, do something. Yeah. or just alright, cool. Vaughn, the second best in the league behind Aaron Donald. I just think he don't really got the motivation, and I think he got motivated this year in Denver because I think they got a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Same. I, I still think he's the second best in the league behind Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is a beat. Oh, yeah. And, that, and that's why I said in our Madden chat, like, I know where all the fear, fear markers at. I know where the unstoppable <laughs> players are. I'm like, no, I'm not leaving you one-on-one. You got you to – you getting doubled. So – and then you have our versus Lamar Jackson, who basically everybody thought he was just like a, a running back, a quarterback, and he was able to prove to all his critics that he can actually – he's getting better at throwing the ball and he still can use his legs and stuff and was able to lead his team to – the playoffs, but they end up getting taken out by the Tennessee Titans, who ended up just being like the better team that day. I still feel like um, Baltimore should have been able to win that game, but it just like seemed like everything was going just going bad for them. So, who do you guys think had the better MVP season, Cam or uh, Lamar Jackson? Well, I'll go. Uh, I say Cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why is that? I think- I I think he had a lot a lot a lot more responsibility because the team wasn't as good as the Ravens. That's right because like Travis that, Benjamin that team, that team was not good. <laughs> mm. That team was not good that he was on. His receivers were like the Ravens don't have outstanding receivers. They were about even at the receiving category. Mm-hmm. But the Ravens have outstanding tight ends, outstanding running backs. Cam mm-hmm. did not have all of that. The Ravens have outstanding offensive line. Cam clearly didn't have that when you saw it in the dang um, Super Bowl. Right. Like, the Ravens had outstanding – they had an outstanding secondary. Mm-hmm. The Panthers' defense was pretty good, but they didn't have – Right. Like, they weren't as good as the Ravens' secondary from this – like, the Ravens got, like, three footballers. Uh, if I can – No, they had Josh Norman at his age. Josh Norman? Because he, he was – Josh, Josh Norman. Uh, they still had Luke. Yeah, that was when Luke was still – no, I'm just saying as a whole. As a, as whole, a whole, they had some players. See, their secondary might not be as good as, like, um, Ravens or whatnot, but I feel like their defensive line and their linebacker. Yeah, they had a better pass rusher in front seven. I'll give you that. Right. I think I think as a team as a whole, I think. I just I just feel like Cam carried that team. He had a little more on his plate with that team. Mm-hmm. And the way the Ravens run their, their offense, specialties, everything is catered to Lamar. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think like Cam went didn't Cam, did Cam always have the same did he have no returner that year no we had no nah. returner because I, yeah. I was in Minnesota I forgot who yeah. they had. I forgot who they had but um, they had oh my was it Shula um, what's his name I forgot uh-huh. who they had but, um, I just I just feel like Cam had a lot more on his plate man and he 
he made it. He just he had that team going, man. They was on oh, a yeah. ma- ma- magical ride. Because uh, I had he seen that lightning rod. Who was, yeah. who was I with? I, yeah, I was with the Jets, and I, I had seen like Travis Benjamin go down. I was like, oh, they they down for the year. And next time, they start going on a roll. <laughs> they go yeah, on. He carried them folks to the bowl that year. I thought like, I thought we was gonna beat them if we would have beat Seattle though. To be honest, oh really? We played the Panthers the year before and we smacked them, and they right. literally had the same team coming back. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think Zimmer is the best at scheming for games, and I, I think we would have beat them. They we were we were gonna load the box on them, and we had we had great corners when I was in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like and they they didn't have good receivers. That's why I think we would have beat them. Oh, and not. we we had big enough players to tap like. Anthony Barr, we was gonna put Anthony Barr on Cam. Like Anthony Barr is oh, yeah. Cam Newton. That's... We have we have Big D line. We have Limbo Joseph. Mm-hmm. We had the Neil Hunter, Everson Griffin. Man, we just Harrison Smith was gonna probably be roaming a lot that game. Right. We, I just think we had the pieces to beat them because we definitely was gonna smack Arizona. We played Arizona that year without seven starters on defense, and they beat us in by like a touchdown. I didn't think they were that good anyway. Mm. Yeah. For me, I was I liked Lamar Jackson's MVP season better because of all the criticism and stuff that he had. But I yeah. have to agree with you as far as like who had the better season or better MVP season as far as like Cam because he did more with less, especially like with his number one receiver going down and not really having like the talent at running back and offensive line and stuff. Like you said, we seen in the Super Bowl getting them getting picked apart. Yeah. and whatnot. But as far as, like, Lamar Jackson, I liked his a little bit better because it was just, like, a lot of critics, critics uh, against him saying, like, oh, he's just a running back, or he can't throw, or this and that third one. A lot of rookie QBs coming to the NFL, and they don't do – you You might have the rare occasion where you have like Andrew Luck or who else is going, like, yeah. number one. Well, like, all these quarterbacks who do get picked high – and do do well or whatnot. All right, cool. Some some guys have to sit and watch or whatever. It was just like for Lamar just to have that criticism, like for him playing in, in like a somewhat of a pro style offense at Louisville, and him yeah. still like, oh, he can't throw, he can't make the reads or this and that third. For him to win MVP in the second season was like, I, I really enjoyed watching that. And you know, being a Baltimore Raven fan, it just uh, amped it up, just up more. But <laughs> I, I, I had to go, uh, had to go with Cam because Cam just took the league by storm. You seen everybody doing the dab and dancing and, and it's like, like like you said earlier, players and stuff getting mad. I think they had played was it the Seahawks? It and was the Titans, wasn't it? It was the Titans. It was the Titans. It was the Titans. He he, he danced yeah. on them and then they uh one the they were they wanted to fight. He kept going. It's like if you if you wanna do something <laughs> about it, then stop it. I'm telling you. So um, but yeah, camp just like camp just did so much with so much with less, and it was like it's like man, you know, it was like, you, like yeah. I said earlier, I didn't expect them to go that far, especially like with them losing their number one receiver and them not having like you know a, a credible like backup and stuff. But they just just work with what they had and just said fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna take Cam in my pick too, because um, I know we were originally gonna talk about him and Joe Burrow. I feel like. Mm-hmm. The same argument kind of would have been if for that conversation as well because I look back at the Auburn team and he had like, you know, he had his best receiver was Darwin Adams at Auburn. Mm-hmm. You know? And Joe Burrow had Justin Jefferson. He had, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Jamar, Jamar Chase. 
Eastern, mm-hmm. Clyde. So it's kind of the same argument with the, uh, with the NFL with him and Lamar Jackson. I just feel like he had to shoulder the load a little bit more. And he couldn't didn't have that many weapons around him. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I take Campbell yeah, Lyon. The only fight back I had on you was about the Jerboro because I remember we talked about it on Twitter before. Mm-hmm. It's just. This man set records. That's the only yeah. argument I got. Yeah. That's the only fight I got. I agree he had more talent. He definitely had more talent. Yeah. As far I just, as I just, I, as far yeah, as I just never seen no stats like that in my life. I yeah. usually don't hang on stats so much, but I watch yeah. their games. Not, like, not, that, that man didn't have not one bad half, one bad game. He, he, he didn't struggle oh. at all. Like in senior season, like uh, nah, it was it was just really fun just to watch Joe, as far as like him just staying cool no matter what happened, him getting yeah. hit, being able to just say fuck it, get back up and just keep it going, uh, might throw a pick or whatever. Yeah, that's what and just, just him not to be like shook by anything was just like really impressive. And yeah, so I, I thought know. the Auburn game, he was going to be shook. But, man, I looked up at this box score. They still put up over 550 yards. Right. Like, they didn't score but, like, 24 points, I think. So, I'm like, oh, man, I was And for him to make something out of nothing, you think you got him as far as, like, a defensive lineman. Like, you sacked him, him getting out of yeah. that, rolling out. Oh, they go Jefferson. Boop. I'm telling you. So, Cam, with Cam and Auburn, it was just like to see him come back because I went to that game. Yeah. See him come mm-hmm. back against Alabama from like twenty four to seven or something like that, bruh. Yeah. It was absolutely was, was crazy. I was hot because I had I had money on that game and stuff, and for like I'm 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 hot because I'm thinking Auburn about to you know blow them out or whatever. It's gonna be a good ass game, and I'm just like y'all y'all not. Y'all not putting up a fight. I turn the TV off or whatever. I'll, I'll go down for, like, team meal or uh, whatnot. Then I, I look at my phone like, oh, they starting to make a comeback. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bro, I was in. I was at Brian Denny that day. You mm-hmm. could hear a pin dropping them up when they tied the game up. Like, <laughs> Where you threw that uh, T- TD to Ursley? Not Ursley. To Lux and Kirk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lux and Kirk. It was so loud in there in the first half, though. Like, mm-hmm. so right. loud. When they scored, like, what turned that game, I think it was like Mark Ingram fumbling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fumbled out the end zone. He broke mm-hmm. on a run. And I think one of the D-line, like a D-N, I can't remember. His yeah, name Nick, it was one of them. I thought I thought maybe it was a strip sack and um, Nick fairly recovered. Yeah. All I know is I Mark Ingram, that. he got broke, and somebody either came up behind yeah. him and he lost the ball and just went yeah. into the end zone. He punched it out of the end zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that just changed the whole whole dynamic of the game. So one more question before we uh, end up going. So since since we were talking about Lamar and Cam, who do you think had the better Heisman season since they both had – since they both won the Heisman? I'll still go Cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cam on that one I'm too. still go Cam. Just because of the Cam was electric with less again. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not. Lamar didn't have a great team either. I don't know, so I'm right. not going to say that. I just Cam did it versus this. I think he did it versus better talent week in and week out. Yeah, I, I might. Yeah. I might have liked some of the games more as far as like. Yeah, when, I, I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy. I think I enjoy Lamar games a little better just because, because like, because this matchup just reminded me of Vic. Yeah, he just reminded me of Vic again. I just had Vic all in my head. Like when you yeah. play Clemson and Florida State, Bruh, and was, I'm talking man. about that. I was so glued into yeah. that Clemson and Louisville game and stuff. It was like yeah. back. First, it started off kind of slow, then it was like back and forth, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. Yeah. 
and the guy that didn't <laughs> did get the first down for Louisville. <laughs> That was hey, such they a. Should, they should have won that game. <laughs> <laughs> that was such First a. Down, right, bro didn't make no move <laughs> at all. Bro, it was so much space opportunity. He made no move. Like that was such a bonehead play. I was like, I, that, that just reminds me of like J.R. Smith and the whole like uh, <laughs> not not trying to attempt to uh, score or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but um, like it, it was such a. Like, Lamar had, like, a really good season. But like you said before we uh, got started, that run that he had against LSU. And what's crazy yeah. is, like, my former high school teammate, Ken Adams, he was playing, like, uh, DN. And he had a chance, like, to bring him down. But everybody thought it was down. He put his hand on the ground. Put just hand down. And just turned up. It was like – yeah, you just was part of that play to me where he kind of like juked and stopped mid play when he juked something, bro. He, that, jump, that whole play just was dope to me, bro. Brian, you just see him just take off. It's like he's out running, like, yeah. you know, uh, the corners and safeties and stuff. It's like, and he's like 250 pounds. Like, who's going to tackle him? You're talking about against LSU? Yeah. Bro, I tell, Cam, I tell people to this day, bro. Cam, he got Cam, like, honey badger. He got fast, like, honey badger was on that play. That's the one who almost yeah. tripped him up. When yeah, Patrick Peterson tackled him in end zone. Yeah, Patrick Peterson was on that team. He tackled him in end zone. And I was at that game too, right in the end zone where he scored. But that's, that's I tell awesome. people to this day, man, Cam, Cam and Julius Peppers are the two biggest freaks I've ever seen when I was in the NFL. Like they look like action figures on the field, Bruh. Yeah. I play Cam. Cam looks superhuman on the field. Bruh, Julius like I, I, I so played – like I was just with the Panthers this uh, past offseason and whatnot, and like we were, like we would go play basketball or the, and like he was still like rehabbing, but he'd come on to like get his sweat. I'm looking I'm like this motherfucker. This look like a D hen. He don't look like so no cam, right? Yeah, Cam, cam like you, bro. I'm like I, I played against him in 2014 or whatever, but yeah, we, did, yeah, we did too. Yeah, but like like we smacked him. But like just to see him like up close in person Dang. without the pads on, it's like he looks like a he looks like Michael. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Michael Johnson from uh, he played. Yeah, uh, I remember. Yeah, I remember stretch. Yeah. It's like played a long time for the Bengals. Yeah, he looked just like him, but it's a little bit shorter. I'm like, yo, you. It don't make no sense. He could have played yeah. DN, tight end, shit. If he had beefed up enough, play. Uh, Play left tackle, right tackle, whatever. <laughs> Cam literally is a human mm. action. Like, bro, that, that man was big. You see his legs, his calf muscles. He's got the most perfect calf muscle I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, yo, like, you, like God just had to just sculpt you just like how, how he wanted you to be and stuff. And all right, cool. This is uh, perfect. Just yeah. don't to the side. I'm like, I'm just looking like, yo, it don't make no sense. Like, <laughs> it don't. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there, I'm, 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 I'm running up and down the court. I'm like, it don't make no sense, like, how he's built like this and he's a quarterback at all. I need yeah. you to make up your mind, too, TJ. What's that? I heard I heard that little comment say, talking about I'm a Ravens fan, so I'm biased. Did you, are you a Ravens or a Cowboys fan? That hard, I'm a, uh, I'm a that hard Ravens fan. I just like the Cowboys, and I think it was more so – with Dak Pres- Prescott being like a black quarterback or whatnot, and so that's that's the thing. Like, if it came down to it, of course I'm, I'm going with the Ravens because I've been rooting for them for like the longest. Because at first the Texans were my team, and then they didn't draft me like they say they were going to draft me. So I said, "Fuck them." 
Hey, I want I wanted to get drafted by Baltimore. Baltimore were my favorite team growing up. I was always mm-hmm. Ray Lewis. I that's why I was hoping to draft me. I, and I um, deal with them. And just for me, just to like, just I I love defense so much, and I like they always had like good defense in games, like not, not like a lot of high scoring and stuff. So I was just I was just drawn to just like them yeah. and. I've like ever liked them ever since. Love like Ed Reed, Hello Tinata, Ray Lewis. Um, yeah, there's tons of players. Just just to them, just their culture, just being defense is like it was just perfect for me. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you ain't like the Steelers like that then? A little I bit, it. but I not. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what it I was. Mean, I think it was more because I didn't like Ben Roethlisberger. So it was like all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was a Man, true Baltimore fan. Like I mm-hmm. despise the Steelers. Bro. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy now. It's crazy uh-huh. now cause my la- my lady family, they're Steelers fans. Like mm-hmm. whole family Steelers. They from, Pen- <laughs> they from Pennsylvania. Like bro, they when I played for Minnesota, bro, when my when my little girl was like born and stuff, they was back. They were back at North Carolina for one of our games. Mm-hmm. It's game day. I'm ha- I'm playing for Minnesota. They all got on Steelers gear. <laughs> we played play the, play the Steelers in the uh, Hall of Fame game. They mm-hmm. all got on Steelers gear. Mm-mm. I'm like, dang, y'all got my daughter even turning on me, man. Like they, they die hard Steelers fan. I like right. Steelers fan, die hard, boy. Oh yeah, like and I and like I never before coming like a, a Raiders fan or whatever. I never knew how competitive that you know uh, conference was. Well, that division was as far as like you got the Browns, the Steelers. Uh, the Ravens. I figure who else is over there. Um, the Bengals. And the the Bengals. Bengals. I didn't know. I didn't know how competitive it was until I started going back and watching old tapes, no clips. I'm like, yo, they going yeah. at it like every the, week, the and Bengals they all hit each other. Boys. Bengals used to get them boys. Hell, when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what, and that's like I, I love going back and watching like old games and just seeing how different like the times were as far as like. The '90s, the 2000s, uh, the 10s, the 80s, and 70s and stuff, and I, I, I just love it. So it's like, like I just like I was saying, I never knew how competitive that whole division was. Just yeah. it was like you never knew who was going to come out. Was yeah. it going to be the Steelers? Was it going to be the Ravens? Shit, it's the was, best division in the league in the league for a couple of years. Right. The, the early, the mid mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. On the when the Bengals had Ocho Cinco, them man, it was always the Bengals, Ravens, or the Steelers. Right, the Browns. <laughs> yeah, like, the even Browns. the Browns, like they were competitive as far yeah, as like competitive, but they they just been bad since we've been kids, man. Yeah, bad. Yeah. If Baker Mayfield don't show up this year, man, I know something. That was about to be my next question. That was about this man got more talent on offense than anybody in the league. Tell me. Man, so two good tight ends, two good running backs, two good wide receivers, pretty decent offensive line. Like, come on, man. Do you think they get rid of Baker Mayfield if he doesn't perform well this year? I think so. Mm-hmm. I, would, I think like, they I, at least, I, I, I think I, they at least put somebody behind him. Yeah, they're gonna at least draft somebody. The pressure. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna put pressure on him because yeah. I saw what Colin Cowherd said. He's he said he said. He said something about like Baker Mayfield and uh, Sam Darnold. He's mm-hmm. like, if Sam Darnold like kind of struggles a little bit this year, I, I still think the Jets were out with him because he he went through bad coaching, bad teams. Mm-hmm. He really got no talent around him. Right. They, people don't even know last year when he played in the games, the Jets had a winning record. Right. He played. 
because they yeah. beat the Cowboys. They beat yeah. They they um, went like seven and six with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, but he was talking about Baker, and you'd have had the off the field stuff, him talking in the media, him, and he got way more talent than Baker than uh, Sam Darnold, and they still not winning. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just I, made me upset for them for him to have all that talent, like you said, two good wide receivers, two good backs, a defense, decent offensive two, line, two stud, two, yeah, and two, uh, a good and defense and stuff. Pretty good. <laughs> and for them to like come out really, and lay the egg versus anywhere. the Titans and stuff, it was maybe, like maybe a, maybe a kicker, probably their only weak spot. Yeah. But for him not to be able to pick up from what he did uh, the previous season was, like, really disappointing. Because yeah. I, I, I'm a bigger fan. I like his story. I like the fact that he went to Texas Tech, got it, yeah. got the job, things didn't work out, yeah. went to Oklahoma, uh, had to uh, walk on and end up winning, like, one of the most uh, pr- uh, prolific, yeah, prolific uh, persistent, consistent passers and stuff in, in NCAA history yeah. and whatnot. And then for him to be drafted number one, and then for him to have a good team around him, it's like, what else can you ask for? You know, I tell, I tell people it kind of remind me of how the Bengals gonna be this year. Really? I think Joe Burrow is going into a great, great situation. Yeah, I feel like like they. That's why I told you I played with him on Madden. The Bengals mm-hmm. don't have just terrible players. They don't. Like they they literally got, they got AJ Green. They got a good receiver and boy. AJ just mm-hmm. got to stay healthy. They right. Got a good tight end. Good tight end to Eifert. John Ross is a good player when you like use him right. Right. Yeah. But they they got two good running backs with Mixton. They got Giovanni Bernard. Mm-hmm. They got two good passers in Carl Lawson and Dunlap. They got a good corner with uh, Jackson, and they got another good corner with. Uh, I think didn't they, uh, the Bengals sign on Trey Wayans? Didn't they? Yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah, the Bengals signed Trey Wayans. They got they got a good safety and Bates that came from Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. They got some. Like the Bengals, the only thing the Bengals needed were linebackers, and they drafted right. linebackers. Mm-hmm. Like the Bengals don't have a bad roster. I just, I, just, I, saw. I tell people, I think, I think the Bengals are gonna, if Joe Burrow and the offensive coordinator get it to get, I literally think they're gonna turn around in about two, three years because they, yeah, they most have definitely. talent on that roster. The quarterback away, man. Yeah. And that's how it be. Sometimes you just be a quarterback away. The thing is, they have to get it done before um, yeah. it's time to pay Joe or whatnot. Yeah. And that's when things like with the Rams and other places yeah. start to start to uh, dwindle a little bit. But it, I think the Rams did it right, though. To be why, honest, why you say the, that? The Rams are trading and signing every big player while they had golf on a uh, rookie contract. Like mm-hmm. they tried to go for it all. They tried mm-hmm. to go for it all, they, and they made it to the Super Bowl. They just mm-hmm. lost. Mm-hmm. I like the way they did it. They literally, man, they went out and got cooks. They got sued. They was signing everybody. Mm-hmm. They went and got Talib and Ramsey. They was like, shoot, we're going to go for the Tlaib, every year. They, had, they got, uh, they, they ended up signing Marcus right. Peters. They got Marcus yeah, Peters first. They got Marcus Peters. Yeah, I was like, shoot, boy. I was like, the boys did right in my eyes. Oh, yeah, they did. The thing is, when it came time to pay, when it came time to pay, it was like, now they don't have as good yeah, as the team. Let, you got to let them go. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. they, I think. Guess what? I don't think I don't think nobody's gonna get fired out of that situation because I feel like they they and all of them in the organization said we went for the home run. We we always trying to win. Got there. Yep. Yeah. I I don't think I don't think they. Well, I feel like they they probably don't regret none of, none of what they did to be honest. Yeah, and they should because yeah. they were in, they were I in would, the game. I wouldn't either. They were in yeah. the Super Bowl. It was just one overthrow. 
They just came into the yeah. goat. Man. Yeah, he he made some <laughs> terrible passes that game. Yeah, because yeah. I'm all, like, all yo, because I'm like, yo, all you had to do was just not overthrow yeah. it. It's going to be right in his hand, touchdown. That's he, all you need. No, he underthrew. He underthrew it. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Cordy made a play. Then he underthrew. <laughs> then he did that. Ter- you see Stephon Gilmore in the off coverage. You know it's all out blitz. Why did you even try to throw that ball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just throw the little check down. Make him get him a one on one play. Man, he tried to throw the ball long, and a man already five ten yards off. Right. Um, and then yeah, it's tough.